Hey everybody, welcome to week two of our series on the Holy Spirit. Now, last week we answered the question, who is he? Who's the Holy Spirit? And uh, we kind of talked about how he's, he's our best friend, right? Uh, he's my best friend, and here's the good news, is that he can be your best friend, but not only can he be your best friend, he wants to be your best friend. We kind of talked about how, uh, like, have, have you ever thought about uh, a friend? Have you ever had a friend who was, he, he was your best friend, he was somebody you really liked, but other people didn't really understand that friend, and they thought that that friend maybe was cocky, or uh, maybe she was a prima donna, or there was just something about that friend they didn't like. They had never met your friend, but they just decided, I, I just don't like that friend. And they, they made that decision based off what they had heard and what they had seen from other people, right? And that's the way I think a lot of people feel about the Holy Spirit, is that they've made a predetermined decision about the Holy Spirit, and they've never had a relationship with Him. So what I want to do is I'm, I'm introducing you to my best friend through this series. Now, if you missed last week, you can go back and watch, watch that on our YouTube channel or on, uh, on our social media networks or go to our website. But today what I want to do is I want to answer the question, what does he do? What does the Holy Spirit do? Who, who is he was last week? What does he do? And I want you to give me a blank page. As we go through this series, if you've had a relationship with the Holy Spirit before, I want you to give me a blank page and be willing to maybe learn something you didn't know or maybe to learn something you haven't thought about. And if you've never had a relationship with the Holy Spirit, this is your opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to help you take that next step, all right? So here's what he does. And this is where we get a lot of people, they start kind of freaking out a little bit. Like, like, like if I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, am I going to have to stop wearing makeup? Uh, am I, am I going to have to start wearing a three-piece suit to church if I believe in the Holy Spirit? A am I going to have to start acting a certain way or dressing a certain way? Am I, am I going to have to start playing a tambourine in church or running the aisles? Like, what's going to happen if I believe in the Holy Spirit? And so what I want to do is just say, hey, let's forget all that stuff you've seen and heard. And let me introduce you to the Holy Spirit. In fact, in John chapter 13, Jesus introduces his disciples, to the Holy Spirit. What, what happened was this. Jesus washes his disciples' feet, and, and then they have the Last Supper together. Sometime between the Last Supper and, and the crucifixion, Jesus has a conversation with the disciples that's three chapters long. And, and he discusses with them who's the Holy Spirit and what he came to do. So the conversation, three chapters long, and he just gives clear direction on what the Holy Spirit's work is in our lives. And so I hope that this will help us today. I'm hoping that, that we can see the importance of the Holy Spirit through this teaching today. So the first thing I want to do is tell you there are five things that Jesus says in these three chapters. Five statements from Jesus about what the Holy Spirit will do. And I'm going to give you those five things, all right? So the first one is this, is that he will be with me. Check this out. He will be with me. Now that's good news, right? I don't know about you, but I want the Holy Spirit to be with me. I want him to lead me. I want him to guide me. And he wants to be with you at all times. John 14, 16 says this. He says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor. 
counselor. And he's going to be with you forever. He's going to be with you forever. So the Greek word here for counselor is parakletos. Uh, we, we say uh, paraclete or para, parakletos, but it's para. Kletos, okay? That's the Greek word. And it means to call alongside. That Jesus is sending the Holy Spirit. He's asking his Father to send the Holy Spirit who will walk alongside us. He's going to be a counselor. He's going to help us and lead us and guide us and teach us. And he's going to be with us forever. That's, that's what the Holy Spirit's role is for our lives. And I'm telling you, I need that in my life. Some translations use the word advocate or helper, or counselor, friend, or intercessor. The King James uses the word comforter. Comforter, all right? He uses the word comforter. So how many of you at home today, you're watching online, how many of you have a comforter in your house? Like, like a comforter on your bed kind of comforter. You know what I'm talking about? And, and uh, I remember when Annalise and I got married, we... Uh, we had tons of wedding showers and people were giving us gifts and somebody gave us a gift, a comforter from Neiman Marcus. It was nice. I, I could not wait to use that, that comforter. We go on our honeymoon. We come back and I'm looking at that comforter. I'm like, man, I cannot wait to, to get under that comforter. It's going to be so comfortable, right? That's why they call it a comforter. I can't wait to get in that. I can't wait to sleep in that thing. And first night back from the honeymoon, we come, to the, we, we, we come to the bedroom ready to go to bed, and it's gone. The comforter is, is nowhere to be seen. I don't know where this thing is. It's not on our bed. I'm like, somebody took our comforter. Who, who got in our bedroom and took our comforter? And you ladies watching at home, you know exactly what happened to that comforter. But us men, we, we have no idea. She comes in. She's like, I said, babe, where, where's the comforter? And she goes, like you ladies do, right? Like, like you're supposed to know, men. Men, we're supposed to know, but we don't know. Ladies, we do not know, okay? Walk in, where's the comforter? That, that comforter is not for, it's not for use. You don't sleep under that. It's for looks. You ladies know exactly what I'm talking about. It's for looks, and I have since found out there are other things in our house that I cannot use. I can't use those monogram towels, right? Because those are the guest towels. Those, those are for, y'all can use them, but I can't use those towels. They're not for me. They're for everybody else but for me, right? So I can't use those towels. Those are guest towels. Well, here's the deal. I think a lot of us have a comforter in our lives, that's not for use, he's just for looks, okay? We, we don't use the comforter, we, we, just, we just look at him. I mean, he's nice to sing about, Holy Spirit, we sing about him. He's, he's, he's a good guy, but we, we don't want to use him in our lives. And so I'm just telling us today that I'm reminding us that the Holy Spirit is the one of the Trinity. He's the only one of the Trinity who is with us on planet Earth. God the Father's in heaven. Jesus the Son is in heaven at his right hand. The Holy Spirit is the one who's here on earth. And Jesus asked the Father to send him to be with us forever. He wants to be with you and be your best friend. Okay? 
The second thing that the Holy Spirit is going to do in our lives is He's going to reveal the Bible to me. He's going to reveal the Bible to you and I. This is what the Holy Spirit comes to do. Now, Jesus didn't say He's going to reveal the Bible to you. He said it a little bit differently. But one of His main goals is to reveal Scripture. That's what I'm talking about. The Bible is Scripture. So He's coming to reveal Scripture. And I don't know about you, but for me, I've read, I've read things in the Bible before, and I read it over and over again, and I didn't understand it. It didn't make sense to me. And then all of a sudden, I read it again, weeks, months, years later, and then all of a sudden, this light bulb goes off. And I, I know what it means. That's called a revelation. The Holy Spirit comes to reveal God's word to us. It's a revelation. And when he reveals something to us is when it starts to work in our lives. Check out what John 14, 26 says, that the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in, in his name, in Jesus' name, he's going to teach you all things. He's going to remind you of everything that I have said to you. So, he, if he's going to remind us of everything that Jesus has said, where could we find everything that Jesus said? Right here in the Bible, right? So this is how he reminds us is through God's word, through the Holy Scriptures. And I want to just say something that might be a little upfront with you today, but the Holy Spirit can't reveal the Scripture to you if you're not reading the Scripture. Can I say that again? The Holy Spirit can't reveal the Scripture to you if you're not reading the Scripture. So my encouragement for you today is to dig in. We do, uh, uh, here at City Hope, we do the one-year Bible plan. And it, it's just a, about six to eight chapters of the Bible or passages of Scripture every day, about 15 minutes worth, and you can read the Bible through in an entire year if, if you'll stick to that plan. If you'll, if you'll do something like that, I promise you, God will reveal. He'll speak to you. He will speak to your heart and change your life. Number three, the Holy Spirit comes to help us share Jesus with other people. He's coming to help us share Jesus with others. I think this is one of his main objectives. It's one of the, the main functions of the Holy Spirit is to share, help us share Jesus with other people. He wants us to be empowered in our mission. He wants us to be effective in our mission. Now, our mission at church is not to have feel-good services. I love feel-good services, but that's not the mission. Our mission is to give people hope. We, we love God, we love people, and we give people hope. Well, how do we give people hope? We help them know God. Like, not in a, not in a churchy way, but in a life-giving relational way. We help people know God. We help pe people find freedom. We help people get past their yesterdays, settle their yesterdays, and to discover their purpose, and then to go make a difference. That's what we do. That's how we help. That's how we give people hope. Know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. John 15, 26 kind of shows us what this looks like. That when the Holy Spirit, when the Counselor comes, whom I will send, Jesus says, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, what's his role? To testify about me. Who's me? Jesus. He says, my role is, the Holy Spirit's role is to testify about 
Jesus. That's why he came, to testify about Jesus. Now, a lot of churches, maybe not a lot, some churches have made the Holy Spirit about things other than Jesus, other than introducing people to Jesus. They've made it about a specific gift, maybe. A, a gift that, uh, that people say, if, if you don't have that gift, you're not even saved. And so I think that, and we're going to talk about spiritual gifts in a few weeks, but I think that the enemy has just kind of hijacked really who the Holy Spirit is and made people afraid of it because of one misinterpretation of a gift. So when you read about the Holy Spirit in, in the book of Acts, it actually says that it, they didn't have feel-good services. It actually says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says that when you receive you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. What's the function? What's, what's he going to give us? What's the Holy Spirit going to give us? Power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses. Our responsibility, our duty as, as, a, as a Spirit-filled believer is to be witnesses in Jerusalem. Now, that doesn't mean for you to move to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is symbolic of Wichita Falls. That you're going to be his witness. You're going to share Jesus with other people in Jerusalem, in Wichita Falls, in Judea and Samaria. That's Texas. That's the nation of America. And all the way to the ends of the earth. We've been called to share Jesus with other people. That's one of the main functions of the Holy Spirit. So, the fourth thing that the Holy Spirit comes to do is He comes to convict us of sin. Check that out. He comes to convict us of sin. Now, that's not a bad word. It's not a bad term. To be convicted is not bad. Some people misunderstand this word because they think that God is out to get them or that God wants them to feel bad. But that's not the case. It's the enemy that wants us to feel bad. The enemy wants you to feel condemnation. The enemy wants you to think, man, look what, look what you did. I can't believe you call yourself a Christian and you did that. I can't believe that. And so in John 16, verse 8, Jesus says, when, when he comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world of guilt. Convict. That word convict there simply means convince. When the Holy Spirit comes, He comes to convince us of what? Of how bad we are? No. Of how bad we messed up? No. Of how much we need a Savior? Yeah. He doesn't come to convince us of our guilt and our condemnation. He comes to convince us that there is a better way. There's a better way than what we've been doing. He's not beating you over the head with a club. He, he's lovingly saying, hey, hey, look, look up. Come on, let me help you up. There's a better way than what you've been doing. So John 16, 8, he says, he's going to convict you. He's going to convince you of, of, of the guilt in the world in regard to sin and righteousness. Your eyes are going to be opened, and you're going to go, no wonder I feel this way. No wonder I feel guilty all the time. I'm living outside of the will of God. I'm living in sin over here. I'm not living the way God's called me to live in righteousness. So he comes to convince us. And i got to tell you that the Holy Spirit convinces me all the time about things that I should or should not post on social media. I'll just tell you, there, everybody's got an opinion, right? And there are sometimes I would love to post something that I think is funny. I think it would be hilarious. 
But the Holy Spirit, plus my wife, tells me it's not a good idea, all right? The Holy Spirit convinces us, hey, that, that's, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't do that. It's kind of like Isaiah chapter 30 says. It, he says, whether you turn to the left or the right, your ears are going to hear a voice behind you. Who's that voice? The Holy Spirit. And what's he saying? This is the way. Walk in it. This is the way. Kind of reminds me of that uh, Mandalorian, right? This is the way, right? The, The Holy Spirit's saying, this is the way. Walk in this. He's convincing us there's a better way. And we need the Holy Spirit in our lives for that. Because here's the deal. The enemy, Satan doesn't, he doesn't lead you into blatant sin. He leads you there little by little. And we need the Holy Spirit to say, no, 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 no. Don't, don't go there. Don't watch that. Don't, don't listen to that. Don't put yourself in that situation. The Holy Spirit's leading us and guiding us. So number five, the fifth thing is this, that he's going to guide us through life. The Holy Spirit's going to guide us through life. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't know what, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing in life. I need the Holy Spirit to guide me. I need the Holy Spirit to lead me. I need the Holy Spirit to empower me. I need the Holy Spirit to direct my steps. That's what I need. And John 16, 13 says this, that when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. When the Spirit of truth comes, he's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. He's going to be out front. He's going to be beside you. And he's going to lead you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he's going to tell you what is to come. Now, now that doesn't mean that he's going to give you the ability to fortune tell. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying here is, Whatever decisions you might have in life, whatever you're dealing with right now, maybe in the middle of this pandemic and this shelter in place, you're facing a decision about what do I do about my job? What do I do about my kids who have to stay at home and, and, and do school online, but I have to work? Like, what do I do? What am I going to do about my rent payment that's, that's up? In just a few days. What am I going to do about my, my kids? My job situation. You've got some decisions. You've got some things weighing on your heart. And here's the good news. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can guide you through all of that. The Holy Spirit can lead you. The Holy Spirit can empower you. The Holy Spirit can direct your steps. The Holy Spirit can give you answers that you don't currently have. The Holy Spirit will be with you every step of the way. He'll guide you into all truth. And He's going to help you make the right decisions. So I want to I just close out today by, by asking you, what is He, what's the Holy Spirit saying to you? What's He saying to you right now? What's He whispering to you? What's He speaking to your heart right where you are? What's he speaking to your heart today? As I closed out this message and and I'm telling you that he will guide you, 
Some of you feel a heavy burden for that right now. Some of you feel weighted down by that right now. You're worried. You're concerned. You're hopeful one minute and helpless the next. You're hopeful one, one moment and you're, you're hopeless the next. You don't know what to do. And you need the Holy Spirit to guide you. And I'm telling you that He wants to do that today. He wants to be beside you. He is the paraclete. He's been called alongside you. That's what that word means. He, he's been called alongside you to, to do what no one else can do, to be a comforter, to be a counselor, to be a protector, to be a teacher, to be a helper. He's there. And in this moment, he can guide you and he can direct you. And so if that's you today, you're feeling the weight of this week, the weight of, of, of this pandemic and the weight of this shelter in place on you right now, I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit can come alongside you and, and be with you. He can guide you. He can protect you. He can teach you. And if that's you, I want to lead you in a prayer right now. Father, I pray for every person who's burdened, every person who's, they're, they're, there's a heaviness over them today that they don't know what to do. They need you to guide them because they're unsure. They need you to lead them because they're uncertain. They need you to empower them because they feel powerless. Lord, I'm praying that today you will come alongside them. Send the Holy Spirit to come alongside every person watching today who feels worn out they feel burdened. They, they, they feel this heaviness on them. God, I'm praying that you would remove that today. You said in your word that you, you would give us beauty for ashes. I thank you for that today. That you, would give us, that you would give us joy instead of mourning. That you would remove all of, all of the heaviness. God, I thank you for that today. That you give us strength. You give us power. You give us boldness. You give us courage. And right now for every person, I'm praying for this Holy Spirit's power to move in their hearts today. Move in their hearts today. Lord, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. And for every person today who's watching, there's some folks of you watching today that when I talked about how the Holy Spirit comes to convict us, you were convicted. You were convicted. You, you, were, you felt in your heart when I, when I talked about that, that there was something in your life that needed to change. You felt in your heart that there was something the Holy Spirit was speaking to you. You felt in your heart that there was something that you needed to do different. That, there was, that there's a better way and you're not living in it. And if I'm talking to you today, I want to give you an opportunity to find, to live that better way. The Holy Spirit, that was the Holy Spirit speaking to you. That wasn't me. He was in that moment convincing you something needs to change. And I want to give you an opportunity for that today. You feel the burden of your sin, the burden of your past, the burden of, the burden of guilt. That's not from the Lord, but conviction is. And he's saying there's a better way. And if you're watching today and you say, Ben, I, I want that. I need that in my life. I need that better way. I'm asking you right now to repeat this prayer after me. Pray this with me. Say, Jesus... I give my life to you. I know there's a better way. And I need it. I repent of my sin. Thank you for showing me that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Will you forgive my sin? Cleanse me 
Give me a fresh start. And from this day forward, I will live for you the best that I know how. In Jesus' name, amen.